most of you should be masculine and you take the gift of femininity into your identity and use that gift as to complete your side that's a true lover uh, that then gives his gift and he gives his love to the woman right that's his masculine gift and for the woman it's the chaotic gift of allowing a man to thrive and to become the best version that he is that's what a woman should be allow a man to fully see his vision fully gift his give his world and love to the world because that doesn't only benefit him it benefits her as well Bonjour, bitches. Welcome to a new episode of Croissant Hours. I'm your host, Shisvi Croissant. And as you maybe could tell, uh, I'm, I'm a little excited because it's been a while since I've done one. Uh, I mean, eight days now or something. Um, but anyway, I got a pretty interesting thing I want to talk about. So let's just jump straight into it. Um, basically, um, I've kind of... How do you explain this? Okay, I'll start with, with the basics. So basically... Uh, I read two books, or I read one book, but like, also I'm reading two others and audiobook, but I'm kind of holding off on Sapiens, because, you know, if you remember my last episode, I don't like the author at all, so I've kind of held back with that shit. Anyway, I uh, read Dat Dating Essentials uh, for Men by uh, Dr. Uh, Donald Glover, ENTP uh, author. So many ENTP and IGJ authors I'm reading currently, by the way, like, Jesus, can I get some you know, ECPs or something, they're pretty cool. Um, and I'm going through uh, Dear Lover by David uh, Bida or something, his name is. He, he wrote The Way of the Spirit, man. So um, I got a bit of a, I, 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 didn't, I don't like necessarily Dear Lover, we'll get into that. But anyway, um, first book, I'll try to slow down because I'm just a little excited. Um, first book, Dinning Sessions for Men. It's not actually a, a book uh, how it sounds like, if that makes sense. And it's not actually 100% about, oh, you're like pickup lines and uh, stupid retarded uh, pickup artistry bullshit. That doesn't actually work. Uh, it's actually just general principles to improve your life. Like, um, it talks a lot about risk. It talks a lot about um, just lifestyle, right? So the main things I picked up from it um, in terms of novelty information i suppose uh was that uh first off uh one thing i want to get into later but i'll just initiate the, the the topic here um it's basically the idea of uh merging with a uh in an intimate situation right uh it's kind of that romantic honeymoon period right uh and many times um in this period uh it's all it's all butterflies right but then once once you kind of become equal in that sense uh the attraction goes away and a lot of the time i think dudes especially uh don't know why uh the suddenly especially the female that loses interest right i mean a guy can also have it where it's like oh my god you're so goddamn mean can, can you get off my dick like figuratively or literally right um but that's one concept i really liked and i see what a lot of dudes around me where uh, they really spent all their time together, and I've also done this in the past, admittedly, um, where they spent all their time, you know, fully ideal idealistically trying to merge together, right? And I kept thinking of that. I don't have the image right now. I should have probably just downloaded it before recording this, but uh, I, I was reminded of that image uh, with, uh, how's it called? Jinji Ito with, uh, not, not Tomie, uh, how's, how's it called? Uh, Uzumaki, right? Where uh, th this family, like this, these two uh, family members, not family, well, that's, that would have been weird. Um, 
basically these two families they have a, like a son and a daughter and they want to be together but they can't and then at a certain point they uh like jump into each other and uh, their love is so strong they like intertwine into this weird uh spiral being and go into the ocean like some type of snake um that's how it probably looks like right um this like total mer that's how i imagine it at least as concept it's this total merging of um to uh two people right uh which is a very idealistic idea um that basically you can equalize it and just totally uh become one person right uh it's a very romantic idea and I, admittingly uh i believe that type of shit right because i thought like well if you truly love someone you're like one and the same right uh no <laughs> that's how it works so uh what are some other things oh yeah you had a very simple way to uh determine what, what's the word to determine uh if you're actually if a, if a girl likes you whatever the fuck or a woman likes you it's literally just okay test for her interest then test for your own right so like reciprocate and then uh then take a risk basically then make a move and it's so goddamn simple it's like it's not even advice it's like common sense uh, at that point right anyway um what's some other things he talked about yeah just basically make your life more interesting uh as a dude like find a hobby like if, if you're listening to this you don't have any hobbies like actual hobbies i'm not saying netflix or gaming like come on guys we're, we're better than that uh like an actual activity or thing that really grips you and makes you pass passionate right uh that's actually gonna attract women to you um let's see what some other things he talked about uh he talks about like making a move i guess just taking a risk uh with with a woman or whatever like if you don't like a woman expects you to take initiative right for you to be like oh well i'm a bit of an introvert so you know i'll, I'll let the woman handle that it's like no she's not gonna get attracted by that shit okay um even if you're an ITP, even if you're like an INFP, like that's incredibly, incredibly shy and socially awkward, uh, you have to make a move, okay? And uh, he really makes a point of, okay, listen, and I, I've seen this many uh, pickup books or dating books, is um, you're basically trying to get at rejection as, as fast as you can, right? Um, that's a really good way to look at it. And he, and he, he not only emphasized emphasize that with uh, dating, but also with just generally in life, don't, don't, don't try to seek, okay, kind of, it's kind of like seek failure, right? Uh, that, that sounds kind of weird in like, oh, you need to seek failure all the time. But like, it's more, okay, you need to try to succeed uh, and, and be okay with failing. Because I think the whole thing, seeking failure, uh, sure, I get it from a philosophical standpoint, but seeking failure just sounds like a modern like crusader mindset, if that makes sense. Um, let's see, what, what other thing did he talk about? Uh, give me a second. Um, yeah, he talked about some lies. He talked about, let's see, the joy of dating. I mean, whatever. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he, he also made a point of, and I saw it in another book. I think it was, or it was a video or something. Uh, for all you anxious motherfuckers out there, um, one way to really, like, soothe your anxiety, and this doesn't go with women, I mean, attractive women being close to you especially um that's one way to really trigger your anxiety um but like he basically said the best way one of the best way ways to nullify that fear right and this is just generally in life is just say okay listen uh you have gone through all this shit in your life all this negative crap all this uh suffering all this trauma 
what is like in this situation what is threatening your life right now it's just an attractive woman or it's just xyz right um are you, do you are you really gonna die here um and like no and i well he explains very you know ti parent uh, very logically about yeah listen this mechanism exists for you you know in the back of the day for snakes or lions or that type of shit uh but nowadays it's not irrational because i hate people saying like Oh, a fear is irrational. It's like every fear is rational. That's the problem with the fear. <laughs> it's actually a rational fear. That's the problem. Like an instinctual fear is actually is would be actually make would actually make sense or is not uh, explained right. Or that's irrational. Um, anyway, that's that's besides the point. He basically said like, listen, uh, that that translated to the, uh, the current day where you're basically afraid of things that don't necessarily will kill you. Uh, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, and for you to overcome that is basically tell yourself, I can handle it. That's the that's the, the literal message of like how to get over your anxiety. If you just keep repeating in your head, like it's a mantra, I can handle it, I can handle it. I, I'm, I'm, I've been using it for a lot, like before I even read this, I was, I'm using it. Uh, and just saying that repeatedly in your head, uh, it's all schizophrenic as I've explained. Oh, keep, keep hearing the voices. No, um, if you could just keep repeating that in your head, um, it basically calms your mind down, right? And you really start to get more in the moment and be like, okay, listen, I've, I've, I've dealt with a lot of shit. I can handle this as well. It's a very masculine mantra, right? It's not like, oh, you're okay, girl. You're, you're, you're valuable. It's more like, no, I'm a man. I can endure this. I can go through this. I can like handle this situation, right? And I thought it was a pretty good uh, lesson to um, take into account. Uh, let me see. What is another thing he talked about? Uh... Oh, there was one thing he really, I really liked he talked about. Well, he made an argument about not pursuing hot women. And I was like, why else would you go in a relationship with a woman? You know what I mean? Like, if she's just unattractive or she's, like, old, um, I could just be friends with her. Like, the, the, the differentiating factor, I, th I think I talked about this last episode, the differentiating factor between a friendship and an intimate relationship is sex. So if there's no sexual attraction... Why would I be in this relationship, like in intimately seeking a relationship, right? Um, for me, it's like the, the whole excitement and the whole, uh, again, differentiating factor between it is the sexual part, is the attraction part. I know he made an argument that, oh, well, they're hyper, oh, I didn't say hypergamous, but like basically how these women are like immature and how they'll take advantage of you or something and how it's a bad reason to go with a woman. It's like, um, dude, Mr. Glover or Dr. Glover, um, didn't you literally say, sorry, I saw something outside. Um, Dr. Glover, uh, isn't it the case that you, um, recommend, what was he saying? Yeah. He, he literally said that women are sex objects in the, in the book, which I don't disagree with, but how can you say that? And then contrast it with don't go for basically the hottest piece on the market. It's shallow or something, or, uh, it's like, that's like going to a dude and, uh, just fucking him for his money. It's like, yeah, why not? Like if he, if he, if he's, you know, if he has a protective and uh, responsible, uh, element to himself, why would you know, go, not go with him? Sure, if, if he actually has character, like you don't want to, you know, of course, personality is more important for women. But for me, 
the most differentiating thing for a sexual relationship is the attraction, right? If there's no attraction, if she's not hot, what's the point? I could just be, I could just be friends with her. Like, there's no point for me. Sure, open your, open up your uh, dating market, right? Like, especially if you're younger, uh, don't limit yourself. It'd be like, oh, I'm only gonna fuck girls my age or like you know, two years, three years younger. I'm like, I mean, unless you. Oh, anyway, that's besides like legality with minors and shit. I don't know how old you are, but like, uh, uh, limiting yourself in that regard. Isn't that smart? I, I can I can go get over I can get behind that, but um, saying that uh, you should uh, you should basically avoid hot women or uh, young, hot young uh, attractive women. Uh, I think it's I think it's kind of stupid. Uh, maybe that's because it, we're talking. This is a dude that's like forty or fifty, and he doesn't care that much anymore about it. I don't know. Uh, maybe I didn't get the point, but uh, I don't know. That was something I didn't like or. Find, find I had to critique. Um, let's see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, again, it's uh, for SI users out here uh, listening to this. Uh, one of the main things you have to focus on, uh, and, and guys in general, but especially SI users, is uh, focus on making your life interesting. Focus on basically going on adventures yourself, and then naturally women will gravitate towards you. I mean, this is a general advice uh, for any dude, uh, but especially I think SI users. Not to say that, uh, this is a critique I have, for example, with somebody like C. Joseph, is that he says, oh, also in my interview with him, he was like, oh, well, guys shouldn't, uh, guys shouldn't interact with, um, <laughs> or guys, uh, especially SI users, they, they shouldn't, uh, not, not that they shouldn't pursue sexual relations, but he's like, oh, they have no value. I'm like, well, not no. Like, I know you try to be hyperbolic and extreme with your heart temple shit, um, but um, what, what Dr. Glover says, funnily, because they're the same type, is uh, actually go actually do go out with women. What do you get experience from how to interact with women? It's like my critique with, uh, with CSJ's uh, philosophy on that is that... Um, Say that you're like, uh, say that you're like 30 years old now, right? You're actually in your peak. You have life experience. You have a business. Okay, first off, you're not gonna be a virgin for 30 years. Okay, like the, the sexual urge is gonna get too extreme. Um, another thing, <laughs> you at 30 years old with no dating experience, you know, how is that gonna hold up? Like now you have to spend another two years or something. Yeah, sure, it's easier because you have life experience. Actually trying to understand how to date right like you're just you're just handicapping yourself he says now while you're like dr glover says no while you're uh getting live experience and while you're improving yourself you know going to the gym improving your appearance uh having good income having a good social uh, group which also the wave men talks about talked about by the way having your own gang your a close-knit social group of, of dudes um then uh i was gonna say <laughs> while you're doing that also speak to women like don't make it your focus don't like this is one of the critiques i have with uh, a lot of pickup artists they're like oh uh go out for like multiple t times a day or something uh, or in the week and then uh like go interact with go try to pick up women for like two to three hours i'm like really that's what you want to do do want to do all day that's that's kind of i'm gonna say pathetic but um how, how does that get across to her right that's my little thingy like in your, your own self-interest right like if you if, if you're like, oh yeah, like three times a week, I like I go to around malls and try to uh, pick up women or something. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, or if you're doing it every day, for example, uh, it's kind of like frowned upon by women. Like, are you just gonna like swindle me and like move on to the next one, try to fuck me and get to, you know, pump and dump me and get to the next one? Um, 
but also just generally in terms of your mindset, your your only focus then, right? But I understand this. Like if you're just focusing on getting women, uh, that's you know that's just gonna handicap you because you have no. Uh, just uh, just generally in life, right? Because if you're not focusing on getting uh, a skill, focusing on getting uh, life experience in any sense, or not uh, going through challenge. I mean, technically, picking up women is a challenge, right? And that's a skill you can learn. And that uh, pick up archery is an actual skill. I don't deny its existence. But if that's the only thing you're doing, it's it's a very shallow, you know, lifestyle. It's like, oh, what do you do? Well, well I wake up, uh, I go to a mall. Um, then try to pick up women for like six hours or then or for three hours and I move on to the next uh, location Then uh, I have like a little lunch break uh, Then I then I I don't know buy some supplies whatever the fuck um, Go home eat and at night I go to the club and I try to get more women. It's like bro What the fuck are you doing like <laughs> your whole life is women? It's it's kind of it's kind of pathetic and I can say it safely that that's pretty pathetic if you push it that far, right? Um, that's that's one of the main um uh, main differentiate or like one of the things that uh that i really liked about it how it's basically saying hey uh si users and just men in general you're not completely useless okay you just have to learn the ropes and it's better to do that while you're be, uh, getting more experience or sorry while you're getting more uh, value for yourself than if you basically get to a point where you arrive it's a very idj uh, idea i think where it's like oh if i do this this and this this then i'll arrive quote unquote and I can, um, and then I can pursue women, right? It's kind of a, a idealistic false idea, right? Uh, it's better to just, you know, go along with something and then during that whole process of getting more value, even if it's at the beginning, uh, just interact with uh, things that frighten you, right? Like he really talks about like leaning into your fear, right? Which I think is a great, um, a great mentality or great. Uh, I read oh, which book also talked about it. I, I forgot, but basically it's about many, many pickup archery books talks about them is where you lean into the fear. Like I think the manual talks about it. Daybank talks about it. Uh, and basically anything from Bruce, I think it's just leaning into that anxiety, right? Leaning into whatever fears you. And it's also, you know, the Jordan Peterson quotes. Uh, why do I bring him up in like every episode, by the way, I, I just realized um, where he's like, well, you know, the place, no fuck. <laughs> the place where you find uh, the treasure is there where you least want to look. Uh, you know, like Arthur sends out his knights at the round table, and he, uh, they all go looking at places they fear the most. And there's really something symbolic about that, man. It's 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 really about um, looking at your tr truest, deepest fear and finding from there uh, the most high form of treasure, right? That's the dragon. That's the. I'm, like, I'm gonna stop now, but like, you get the point. Where basically, um, the place where you're most afraid. I think um, in Dear Lover, he says something like, um, Fear is. Fuck, what did he say? Give me a sec. I wrote it down. Yeah, I wrote it down. I'm a, I'm a TE user. I uh, write shit down. Uh, give me a sec. You have to be. All my SI users, be patient. Um, let me see. Uh, where did I put it? Ah, funny sex joke. <laughs> I'm hilarious. He's a fee, am I right? Uh, what did he say? Uh, something about fear. Yeah, fear, fear, fear is the feeling of refusal, right? And uh, I thought it was a great, just, it was just one sentence, but it made so much sense to me. I was like, yeah, like the things that, that we fear is just the refusal of a certain, uh, sort of future or certain idea or certain belief right uh that's why many times if you argue with somebody for example um 
they're actually arguing out of emotion and fear uh, more than uh, actual rationality, right? I'm sure I'm a very, uh, I, even I, today, coincidentally, I took a, what is it called? Like left left brain, right brain test. I don't, I don't, I don't know if they're actually accurate. It seems kind of random, but uh, I, I'm a pretty left, I'm, I'm a pretty left uh, brain person, not gonna lie. But like that, basically that's more logically, even though I think the, uh, they're more logical and more analytical, etc. Um, and and right, right brain is more emotional and um, in intuitive, right? Um, I, I do think there's a bit of a what's the word? It's it's a bit vague, right? Especially if it concerns the brain, because we haven't even figured out the brain to the fullest extent yet. Here we here we are want to be like, oh, uh, well. Uh, your left brain, generally speaking, is more logical, and your right brain is more blah blah blah. And women are more right brain, if, uh, if that's true. I'm like, yeah, but um, you're looking at the brain at like a 2D level, right? Just left and right. Uh, like there are so many different parts inside your brain, and uh, it's kind of like a general guess, right? It's like um, something like uh, archaeology or uh, anthropology, maybe stuff like that, where you can only make a guess. Uh, from where we are right now. Uh, I don't know, maybe there's a more fancy word for that. But basically, we can't know for certain like things like the Big Bang or dinosaurs or uh, me the fucking meteorite hit the Earth. Like, we can't... Uh, we can't say that for 100% certainty, right? Um, we kind of have to speculate in that regard because uh, I was uh, concerning dinosaurs because I used to love fucking dinosaurs in the past. They're fucking cool, okay? Dino like these giant fucking reptiles like walking on the earth that are five times the size of a human. That's that's so cool. I don't know how... I, I sound like a three-year-old, but I don't care, okay? Dinosaurs are fucking cool. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, but we, I've watched a video on it like three years ago, I think, where... I basically explained that, yeah, it could have been many things. Like, some people think it's a meteorite, something, some people think it's uh, volcanic eruptions, which basically caused the whole sky to black out, right? Some people just thought, like, natural extinction. Some people thought, uh, you know, climate change. Some people thought maybe the, there was, like, a giant blight that killed a, a super large part of vegetation. Could have been a lot of things, right? We can never say for sure. Same thing with a brain, right? You can be all like, um, well, uh, brain generally left is logical and, general, and uh, generally right is emotional. I'm like, yeah, but like, you know how many neurons and, and different connections there are in the brain? Like, if, if you can compare it to something like MBTI, right? I'm just, or four sides, four sides of the mind. Like, okay, you have, in that regard, you have 16 personality types, right? So uh, imagine that, like, that's a, as a general um, basis, you have you have sixteen types that can all interact interact with each other independ uh, independently uh, or interdependently or in a group, right? Then then they have four sides of the mind. Then also they have several functions in that. And I, I'm not going to do the exact maths uh, at the moment, but that comes about about like a couple thousand different possibilities you could communicate with somebody, right? Um, and then if you compare that to the brain. Right, the brain is what is it like a couple? What is it? Million, billion neurons? And they're all connected. Sure, certain connections are, aren't as strong as others, but like the the possibilities are literally limitless. Right? Yeah, there are certain um, what's the word connections that are kind of uh, tightly rooted into you, and it's very hard to change them. Like trying to trying to make a uh, an INTJ an ISFJ, right? Uh, or act like a uh, full ENTP, something like that. Like trying to get ESFP super ego out of an I2J. It's like, I don't know how you want to do that, but that's pretty, that's like the most far off as he can be, right? Um, but basically, uh, that's just one example. But like, just, just to say, uh, my critique in that, or as, a, as an idea, I guess, is that 
to say for for sure for sure that one side is fully is one thing and the other side is something else um you're you're, you're looking at it again to in the 2d uh plane but actually you should more look at it as in a 4d or 5d plane you know, take time in consideration and then abstract time and then have archetypes etc so there's so many factors just to say that sure i know there's probably some neurological evidence that says oh well yeah here this but we can't say exactly what region does one thing right we can like make general estimations but like you know what i mean it's not like your liver when you could just say okay this is your fucking i don't know i don't know how the liver works okay fuck you um but basically here's where it starts here with ants this is what you know a liver as a function or a couple functions and you can just group it together in that one blob of your organ right the same with your uh your intestines and the same with your um your lungs etc they have one function your brain is so goddamn complex right uh that we don't even understand like the simplest part of it i would say but to be uh i think it's kind of arrogant in that sense or lacking of humility let me put it that way uh to assume that one side is a certain thing overall right anyway there was enough uh, neurological critique if you know i'm not an expert on neuro neurology whatever uh, that was a lot uh, jesus so uh give me a sec get on the flow so i was going to talk about yeah th those were a couple things he talked about um left and right oh fuck i was gonna say something about left and right brain um in my logical sense I, I totally forgot i don't even care okay you're gonna have to bear with it it's fine uh we'll let it critique more um oh yeah fear and, and all that stuff uh oh yeah the rational fear and all that yeah that that, that was the thing uh apologies for the little <laughs> hiccup here but uh yeah leaning into that fear is something every dude should should do and i mean women to some degree but i i would rather you know, in my protective instincts, I would rather say that women should avoid trauma and avo avoid experience. That maybe sounds very, like, tyrannical or whatever, uh, as uh, Dr. Glover also points out, like, oh, no, that, that's not, does not make, I'm, fuck it, I'm not justifying myself with that, okay? If you have half a brain, you understand what I mean. Um, it's basically, um, oh, for guys, you have, you have to get more experience, right? You should, you should lean into dangerous thing. You should lean into danger. You should approach danger. That's, and that sounds, I had a, I had a discussion with people in like two years ago, or three years ago, um, where I had, I had a bit of a sort of an epiphany or something, or another, yeah, a change of mind or something. I, I told them like, you know, man, I, I really want some danger in my life, like some actual danger. And then he said like, uh, well, uh, Mr. JSC, or well, he doesn't call me that, but Mr. Croissant, that's better, no, <laughs> Croissant, uh, you can't, uh, any, uh, I think not any rational person would say that they would want danger in their life, and I was like, hmm, maybe he's making a point, maybe my pedagogue's trying to teach me something, but then I kind of realized, uh, actually, no, that was just some SI inferior pussy talk, um, I should I most definitely look for danger, especially in this luxury retarded, uh, western society that I live in, um, yeah, you should leave. Uh, you should le really lean into fear. Really look up risks, and um, yeah, just really lean into it. Because guess what? Women think that's hot as hell. Um, <laughs> just you, not 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 being like. Um, oh, there's another book I read, like uh, Open Her, uh, which kind of talks about it also. Where it's kind of the Dark Knight uh, archetype, right? Where they really seek the edge of things right uh I, I can go through the all the archetypes by the way it's basically like i think it was the artist the poets the director 
uh, and this is no particular order, by the way. I'm trying to remember, but like can't cite them exactly. Uh, yeah, so the artist, the poets, the director, the sage, the dark knights, uh, and the lover, I think. And there's one more, I forgot about it. Um, but basically, those those are the archetypes. And uh, the dark knight really corresponded with me, not only because you know I'm an ITJ and technically my super ego is the dark knight. I mean, it's literally a mo fucking movie about it, right? Um, or several movies. Um, but yeah, that, that leaning into danger, really seeking danger, is really appealing to a woman because it shows that you're a man who is willing to uh, sacrifice even his life for his or for his uh, true purpose, right? And uh, basically, if you're doing a half-baked attempt at uh, seeking your purpose, uh, it's not really attractive to women, right? Because um, self, uh, how do you put it, uh, like selfishly, because you know, the second they are in danger or something, um, you, they have to be sure that you as a man put everything on everything to protect what you love and protect what you stand for. If you can't do that, if you if you basically can't uh, protect her in that way, it's not really attractive to her in a long-term thing, right? Like, sure, she can't, your pussy can't get all wet by how you look or how charming you are. You know, I get that all the time. But, you know, ultimately you have to know, okay, can this guy sustain me? Can this guy fucking... Uh, can this, can this guy actually uh, protect me in this sense, right? Um, and, and many guys are, uh, especially now, are avoiding being risky because like, oh, uh, imagine she'll like uh, report me for something for like rape or... Um, no, actually, women, uh, and even the ones that deny this, especially in Western culture, um, they do want that. They want to be just fully, fully surrender, right? Like, their they're literal, their genitals are made to be penetrated, okay? Like, the, a man penetrates a woman as with, well, her mind, her eye, his eyes, everything, right? Uh, especially, like, NJs, that, well, especially me. Uh, but, like, I really um, like that gaze, you know, the intense gaze. Um, that's so attractive to women because it's like this dude like is seeing right through me he's right seeing through my uh, my feminine openness and uh, I'm being fully penetrated by him I'm basically being molested <laughs> by him just looking at me right um, and uh, oh yeah that's also a thing uh, Dr. Glover talks about that's um, basically uh, confidence right and that's the and, and that's also said in the manual so I, I'm you know it's kind of supporting that belief I have where uh, confidence it's the main attractor for women. Like, I'm, I'm pretty certain that it is right now, just considering, uh, well, all that I'm reading. I think confidence, it really is the main thing that attracts women. I, I already said it, but like, uh, he, uh, Dr. Glover says like, um, he basically says that it's the number one aphrodisiac for women. I think in the manual, they also say that, by the way. But uh, yeah, it's true. Like uh, Dr. Glover is like, oh yeah, you uh, being confident is like the, the equivalent of a woman uh, pulling up her shirt and uh, showing her tits to you. Like, I mean, probably true. I mean, I'm not a woman, but I notice every time, um, if I compare myself to a couple of years ago, etc. Like uh, every time I'm just, uh, when I'm not insecure, I'm not pursuing, I'm not uh, doing some cringe shit like that. Or anytime I see other dude just being chill with himself and being okay with uncertainty, as the manual puts it, right? Um, being okay with uncertainty, that's the most attractive thing for a woman, right? Like this dude is okay with any situation and it all ties back into, well, in, in the manual he talks about confidence, charm and responsibility, right? Which, um, which Dr. Glover kind of talks about, right? He doesn't say those free explicitly, um, but the life experience thing, all that stuff, that's basically 
uh, feeding into those things. That confidence kind of feeds into all of those things because how can you make any decisions or improve your life in any way or if you're too scared uh, of taking a risk, right? If you never take a risk, you'll never know. If you never make a decision, you'll never know. You're just going to rot away. And that's why like people like, uh, like INTPs or something get no bitches. You get zero bitches um, because generally speaking, uh, they don't take any fucking risk with their inner critic and their SI child, right? Um, they're just sitting home with all day and they're like, damn, guess I'll all stay in cell. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> like being in cell is a, is, is a choice. Uh, I mean, it kind of is though. Like I'll, 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 if you're an actual in cell, um, uh, cut the shit, okay? You're just, you're just fucking, you're just afraid. You're just a pussy. Come on, get off your ass. Go work on yourself. Like it reminds me of that video, like, um, uh, being ugly, my experience. And as you just do, like, yes, a terrible haircut, terrible posture. Uh, no, no actual, you know, doesn't go to the gym, anything. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm like, okay, get lenses, cut your hair in a nice, appropriate way, do some fucking posture training so you actually look more appropriate and like build your body. And you'll probably go from whatever you think you are, like in a one out of 10 to a, maybe a four out of 10, right? Uh, if you really try and you, you don't actually feel so shit about yourself. Like, if you have an issue, go fucking fix it, okay? I'm not trying to be this motivational speaker or some shit. Even though some people look at me like that, um, I'm just being like, bro, cut the shit. <laughs> like, I hate people lying. I hate people um, not committing to action. I mean, even though I also do it, so I'm kind of a hypocrite enough. At least I'm admitting it right here. Um, like, yeah, I can also do it sometimes, but I try to avoid it as much as I can. I really, really want to be a man of action. I really want to be um, follow the ideal, right? Because it's actually attainable. It's not being like, oh man, being an honest uh, man that like sticks to his word and <laughs> actually uh, can figure shit out and it's okay with uncertainty and risk, then that's really impossible. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Um, oh, yeah, there's another funny uh, funny topic because I see so many guys do this. Uh, even, even I do this because because of what I do, like, well, it's not technically my job yet, but like basically therapy, uh, in, a, in a way, right? Um, I, I basically type people, right? Uh, in, in, in like my off, well, off time. Is it my off time? I don't know. Um, but basically, it's funny how he says, because I, 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 I prefaced it not because I want to like seduce my clients. It's, it's, <laughs> It's because I, I notice I also listen to people's problems, so I'm, I'm emphasizing that. Um, but I see this with dudes a lot, though. Like, uh, and admittedly, I've done this in the past as well, because ultimately I want to solve problems, right, with my pragmatism. Um, and I want to I want to listen to people's experiences, because I'm a, I'm a SI whore. What can I say, man? I want, really want to soak in as much as failure as I can, so I don't have to fail. <laughs> so uh, let me see. Yeah, if you basically. Um, oh, he says, there's a reverse correlation between the amount of uh, time a man spends listening to a woman talk about her problems and the amount of sex she, uh, she will have with him. So he's basically saying, uh, yeah, keep all that chatting, keep all that uh, whatever calling and, and basically trying to merge with this woman, as I said earlier. Uh, try to keep it at a, at a minimum. Uh, so basically, and also uh, how to be a 3% man talks about this. It's like, basically be very cut and dry with it, right? It's like, okay, don't waste my time. Can you do this thing? Okay, then rearrange like two to three times for location if she really doesn't like it. Uh, and after that, if she doesn't, like after three times, doesn't settle for something, uh, move on to the next one. And if she doesn't show up for like, I think two times, uh, basically for a time they're out, right? Because at that point, they're, if they're actually, okay, let me put it this way. And Roverell Tomasi also says this. Damn, all the fucking references to uh, this episode, my God. Basically, uh, I guess my TE is being, getting stronger. Um, but basically, um, women will find out a way. If a woman wants to fuck you, she'll find a way to fuck you, right? That's 
that's also in the how to be a free percent man he's also like listen if she's holding off with a date like three times and changing locations all the time and kind of beating around the bush i know there's still women but if they do that uh cut your losses and just move off to the next one stop wasting your time that's the main thing right like be selfish like don't care like i know that's kind of the obje objectivism philosophy but um basically really put yourself above her and be like okay listen I don't care <laughs> like just like that right i don't care um you should just uh move on to the next one uh, especially like i had a with one client i was talking one uh one dude i was talking to i was like because we kind of talked about relationships and all that stuff i'm like do you realize how many goddamn people are on this planet like people talk about like overpopulation all that crap which is total bullshit by the way and fucking argue me that with me that argue that with me in the comments i don't care uh or on the discord i don't care I'll, I'll i'll fight you bitch no actually i don't care um but basically um there's so many goddamn people and i should actually do the accurate calculations just put it somewhere in my discord or something uh or maybe like put it on my banner as a joke uh who knows um basically if you were to talk i did a i did a little calculation on i was like okay say you wanted to talk to every single person on this planet right uh, for just one minute um you would have eight billion people right around eight billion or something like that uh that that totaled around uh, i think when i calculated it was like 237 years right of just talking to people that's non-stop talking so you can't, it's impossible to talk to every person. I was like, okay, maybe, and that dude was like, oh, he was TI hero. He was like, okay, yeah, but maybe you split it in half because, you know, male and females. I'm like, okay, sure. Um, so then I still got, got around something like 30 years, uh, something like that. And then, yeah, sure, you can also say, well, that they have to be between a certain age, they have to be single, etc., and all my criteria for, you know, if it's my ideal woman, even though the ideal woman doesn't exist. You, you basically, um, Anyway, even if, if that was the case, I came to around something like 30 years, right? 30 or maybe 20 years, but that's just 20 years of just talking to people, right? And that, that's talking for a minute. That's not talking for a longer period. So there, there are plenty fucking, there's plenty of fucking people um, in that sense. Uh, and also the time you'll be busy with that, uh, you know, it's, it's okay to cut your losses as quickly as possible. That's like, that's what I was trying to say. It's like, you can cut your losses in one minute because if you if you're looking long enough um there's a person like waiting you right right on the corner and you're just limiting yourself right now even though if you have a woman around you more women will be attracted to you because they're like oh who's this guy like uh he has some women around him he's pretty hot you know that's i mean argument for polygyny polygyny much anyway am i right um anyway i was gonna say uh fuck i forgot i forgot uh Give me a second. Uh, basically, basically, I'm monkey. Uh, it's not. It's not Superman. <laughs> yeah, you see, yeah, cause no, I know one person really is gonna laugh now. Um, but uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, also he talks about uh, Doctor Glover. That is, I'm really going on about this fucking one book. Jesus Christ. Uh, he said like basically you have your five five or something. He called it, where it's. You basically have five qualities that your woman should have, uh, and five women or five women she shouldn't have. No, five qualities she absolutely shouldn't have. So you know, in the, in the first five, you have something like from you know, for me, something like attraction, femininity, submissiveness. Uh, let's see, loyalty, right? And um, I mean, logic. That that really depends. I don't really care. I can get logic from other people. Uh, I know fucking passion. I don't know. Oh yeah, uh, high sexuality. Okay, that's really important to me. If if it's some like 
uh, you know, still toast bitch that just lays there and it's just like, ah, oh, whatever, just sure, that's kind of SI child women, but like, you know what I mean, right? If there's like no life <laughs> and no desire to do it, I'm like, you're fucking useless. Like, I don't, what am I gonna do with you? You're just, you know, I can, I can just buy a flashlight if you're gonna act like this, right? Um, I don't endorse buying flashlights, by the way, that's fucking stupid. Anyway, uh, yeah, but uh, it was funny because when he mentioned it, I'm like, oh, I already have that in my head, right? Uh, it's funny because uh, people like CJ, uh, like, critique IJJs being like, oh, well, they have, like, no boundaries, and I'm like, or they have, like, extreme boundaries. I I'm like, I don't know, man. Uh, for me, just a woman being attractive uh, and a woman, uh, you know, the, the qualities that I mentioned, they're not that crazy, right? I mean, I had crazy standards in the past where I was like, okay, she has to have, you know, XYZ proportions. Uh, I still prefer those. I, it didn't, they didn't go away, right? Uh, but uh, how do I put this? I, I just kind of softened up on, on them. I was like, well, it's not that important, right? Does she have to have like the nicest tits on the planet? I mean, it would be cool, um, but like <laughs> good enough, right? And I'm not saying uh, Dr. Glover also doesn't uh, recommend this. And that's basically what he's saying. Like if you're go beyond your really great woman, as he calls it, um, you shouldn't do that like ever. Um, and that's not, that's not an argument for uh, ideal, ideological, no, ideally speaking, you know, idealistically speaking, where you say, oh, I can only have like a uh, uh, Victoria's Secret model who is like, it was a virgin and is like raised in a, pla a place where women never, <laughs> never had impact on her. Um, he's not saying that. He's just saying like, uh, don't uh, settle or don't, not in that sense, uh, never aim down basically or never, uh, uh, what's the word? Compromise, right? In a, in a, in a, in a relationship. Because uh, if she doesn't fit, uh, basically if she's a, gr uh, a great woman, right? Um, you're always gonna have some fundamental things she, she, you wish they were different, right? Like say, um, she has all those like all those qualities I just said, but uh, she, she's not loyal uh, and she's also just very still uh, sexually. Um, well, don't go with that woman, right? It's gonna, you're, it's gonna bother you and you're gonna try to force her to act different and that's not gonna be very sustainable. Like, sure, if you, if you just want to fuck her, go ahead. Um, I think dudes can, you know, the only only people that can't have casual sex are women. Uh, naturally speaking, dudes have casual sex all the time, okay? Um, that's not to say I encourage it. Um, you know, the better the better situation, of course, of, well, I, I believe at this point is, uh, yeah, it's better if you just have commitment in that regard. And I'm, not, I'm saying that, I'm not saying get married, that's absolutely retarded, but... Guys can do, be more casual with things and uh, really be uh, emotionally disconnected, right? Uh, despite what, you know, a lot of simps have right now. But simping is really just a, a matter of, I get no pussy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so therefore, I'm going to cling on to this one to dear life. Like uh, some alpha chat, he doesn't give a fuck. Like, it's just like, bro, I got five other women waiting on me right now. I don't care about you. Like, they're equally or more good looking than you. Bye. You know, that's, that's much to the fear of women. Um, I mean, I mean, I can't help being attracted to that, right? So that's enough about uh, Mr. Glover or Dr. Glover and his uh, dating essentials. Uh, I was reading. Uh, another book uh, currently uh, called I never stop with the books right it's uh, it's kind of insane being an autodidact I guess uh, even though INFJs are better I don't shut the fuck up okay <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm more of an autodidact than uh, other INFJs and that's not trying to put me to prove that it's just like whatever I don't fucking care basically I, I, I fucking study myself because I'm an intellectual because I uh, shut up um, I, I love how I contradict myself all the time or 
interrupt myself with another voice. It's basically my ETP probably talking to me. I'm schizophrenic, okay? What do you want? Um, anyway, we talked about dating essentials. Yeah, so Dear Lover, um, it's I think it's it's a it's a book for women mostly, but I did think about a couple of concepts because uh, the dude, in my opinion, uh, really talks about uh, how I think I would say it's more an uh, INJ view of love and how to interact with women uh, in general. Because I think the offer was either an ECP or an INFJ. I think an INFJ, but uh, I didn't like his other book all that much or. Uh, it's not as impactful as uh, other people find it, which is uh, the way of the superior man, right? People think it's like one of the no, one, one, one of the greatest, but like it's an amazing book. Um, the, the last couple chapters in the way of superior man are kind of meh, right? About oh, look in your lover's eye, and like if you really connect, then you'll keep keep seeing a number from zero to ten how much you feel them. It's like it's I don't know spiritual shit like that. It's like I'm not against spiritual stuff. In fact, I'm I'm pretty for it uh, at this point but when you say shit like that i'm like this is just some dumb therapy shit right i mean it pro probably has some benefits that i'm overlooking right now but give me some practical advice right and it does give practical advice like for example the one when i uh, really one i really uh thought was pretty good was um never critique crit critique a woman uh like always uh encourage her right and that's not to say uh you, you, you can't uh, hold a woman accountable because I think that's retarded. But more like, um, he gave an example about like, say your woman is getting fat, right? Which you shouldn't align, align with the first place, by the way. Uh, he, he said, instead of saying, uh, hey, you look fat, go to the gym, uh, which is very critiquing and demeaning, right? Uh, sure, this guy also likes INFPs who can't deal with criticism. Um, basically tell her like, hey, I would love it if you, you know, you look really sexy in yoga clothes or some shit like that, he said. Uh, or, hey, uh, when, you, when you're doing exercise, it really turns me on, something like that. It, it encourage her, encourages her to keep going with that, right? Um, if though, I think some women really like to be commanded. I mean, I like to command women and gen people in general. You know, if it's ideally speaking, and this is just pure like power fantasy, right? Uh, I could just do whatever the fuck I want and, and, and direct people around all day. I guess I'm supposed to be a general or something. Who knows? But um, basically, uh, give me a sec. Okay, that's perfect. Um, yeah, so his book, Dear Lover, uh, it really focuses around women and about he, he talks to you like he's talking to one of his loved ones, uh, which feels kind of weird uh, sometimes. <laughs> but and also like. So I, I kind of get uncomfortable when other people are ex explaining their sexual experiences. You know what I mean? Um, like a certain person I know in a certain server also does this quite frequently. And it really, uh, it, it's really awkward. Um, I think sex should be private. Like you can describe how you would like, like I'm doing right now, where you can describe how to um, attract women or attract men to you. I mean, attracting men is not that hard. You just show your tits and they're all, all there, right? Uh, but uh, you can talk about that and, you know, maybe some general techniques in a very, like, doctor-ish way, doctor doctor, vo um, doctor speech, right? Where you're trying to keep it formal and try to keep it 
uh, as explanatory as you can and really try to avoid any just like okay you're a person who have a sexual anatomy right um but if you're really going to talk about your personal sexual experience i think that should be private i think it's kind of fucking weird when somebody's like oh yeah uh, like uh, i was fucking this girl like sure maybe maybe with the boys um but if you're like in a general group group setting it's so inappropriate i know it's funny like an effie trucks are saying something is inappropriate uh, but it's just fucking awkward right like everybody's just kind of cringing like can you dude can you stop please nobody wants to hear this uh, i say dude because women usually don't talk about their sexual promiscuity promiscuity jesus uh even though i know some of them would really like to um which which is funny it's kind of like uh women want to be sluts but only just one man right they want to be super horny and super submissive uh, but only for one dude uh and that's kind of what that's kind of what dudes also want like yeah i want one woman to surrender to me fully which uh, relating to the book uh in their lover he kind of talks about it where a woman truly uh wants to basically fully surrender right to a man to his to his power to his uh the force he has um not just in a traditional sense but just in a you know very deep uh, loving way right like if he forces you with something like he lovingly forces you as he says where basically you're just leading you're just redirecting right because the word force and power gets so much uh bad flack you have to always have to preface it like no oh no I'm not, i don't mean i just did it by the way uh, I, I don't mean like force in the i'm literally gonna rape her or uh or power in that all we have of like a weird power uh imbalancing uh well i would argue Every relationship is a power imbalance, okay? Like, it's just, just, right, just naturally speaking, we do this, right? Because if there's no uh, natural difference, if there's no uh, biological, oh, sorry, uh, personality difference, right? Uh, it's gonna get really fucking still, and I'll get into that in a second, but, because uh, I really, like, thought about this hard. I really, I really thought about this for a long time, man. Um, <laughs> Jordan Peterson on one thought he had 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> Uh, because always fun. It's so funny what he said. I really thought about this man for like for ten years. I've studied totalitarianism, and uh, uh, you know I've seen the the, 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 the what would he say the horrors that uh, people commit in uh, in, in hellish uh, situations, something like that. Uh, I was gonna say, um, but yeah, it, it really got me thinking about sort of things because he, he t he's really. It's more of like a poetic piece or a, oh when well, well, my dear lover blah 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 when i i want to penetrate you with my love and he it kind of it kind of just rehashes the same sentences like 50 times so i'm not a huge fan of it but the one thing the, the couple things that are unique in it they are pretty interesting like um i think he said something about sexual essence and it really got me thinking because you know usually i'm really I, th I think it's really stupid that people use something like, oh, like in Sapiens, uh, right? Where he's like, oh, uh, I don't know, let's just use this Jordan Peterson, right? It's like, well, uh, you know, to say that, uh, to say that uh, sex and, and uh, gender are different or that uh, the way you express yourself and your biological sex uh, are the same thing is kind of preposterous. It's like, no, it isn't. I mean, Jordan Peterson would never say it, he would quite, quite say the opposite, but... I, I listened to it because I'm like, oh, you know, new perspectives. And uh, but then he kind of explained later. He was like, it's not the same as biological sex. And he says essence. But I'm like, okay, what do you mean by essence? Do you mean that as a general expression? I'm gonna sound like Jordan Peterson again. Sorry, it's so so much Jordan Peterson. But like, you know, what do you mean by essence? What do you mean by uh, by uh, sexuality? What do you mean by biological sex? Like, uh, it was basically something like that, right? That's how it felt like to me. Where he's just saying, oh, that's that's your sexual essence, right? Because he's basically saying, well, you have a family, a fa family. 
you have a, f- a feminine and masculine uh, expression, right? But then he says, I think in the next sentence, he says, this is your essence and this is equal to your sexual identity. And I, I, I disagree with that statement, just that one sentence. I'm like, no, <laughs> that's not your identity, okay? So I, I was really like start struggling in my brain, like how to put all these like several ideas together. That's why I should be writing. And I kind of did that. I made a little, I made like a four paragraph thing, just a, a draft of my thoughts to um, lay it out a little. I, I could probably read it. I'll, I'll, I'll read it in a sec. But I basically looked at that. I sure there are probably more factors, but I, I would say these are like the biggest factors. Um, and that's, uh, I made factor one. Um, and I'm going by like in, uh, decreasing uh, importance, I suppose. So factor one, biological gender. You can't deny the influence of your biological body has on the way you, um, I don't know what word to use. I will get into it. How, how much influence that has basically on your sexuality, okay? There's no denying that. Um, there's so much fucking evidence to it. It's it's a biological fact, right? Like chromosomes aren't just subjective, uh, how do you put it? Chromosomes are a subjective social norm or social, uh, what do they say? A social convention, not convention, um, what do I say? Construct, social construct, right? They're not a social construct, they're in your body right now as we speak. You wouldn't exist without them, okay? And then I say, well, it's separate, right? I'm like, okay, sure. Uh, let's take it down, factor two, uh, personality, right? So if, if you're not familiar with it, basically, and it forces it in mind, some people are, uh, or some personalities are more masculine and some personalities are more feminine, but, right, considering it's just, it's four sides, right? It's not only your ego, um, you have feminine, even if you're masculine, you have feminine sides within you, right? Like I'm an INTJ, I have a masculine ego, and I've, I think I also, I, I'm not sure if an ESFP is masculine, let's put it as masculine, right? And my ETP is feminine, and, and my super ego is also feminine, right? So I have two feminine sides, uh, but most of my ego is masculine, right? Or sorry, most of my psyche is masculine, and it goes for every type, there's just one example. So, uh, somebody that's, um, uh, what's the word? A predominantly masculine uh, is very sure about his uh, situation, right? Or he's more, uh, he's, he's, yeah, he's kind of more certain about it. Same with a feminine woman, right? Say an ISFJ woman, they're extremely feminine. Like uh, you have an ISFJ, that's that's feminine. Uh, they have an INTP, that's feminine. Then we have ESFP, which is technically masculine, but like still a bit like chaotic and a bit uh, has a bit of a feminine edge to it. Um, that's what I would argue that uh, side point here that um, my ESFP is like my, I always, when I always wanna go in my ESFP, I used to say in the past like, man, I feel so gay when I do this. Uh, every time I was like, like acting like a clown basically, insert the whole hor- people being horny about that one clown girl. Why are they clown, why are they horny about some clown girl? I don't get it, okay. And uh, you know, that image of like, <laughs> the, the, the consumer mentality of having a different fetish every month or every week. Um, that, anyway, that's, that's uh, besides the point. Basically, um, you know, those women, have an easier time uh, expressing themselves as a feminine woman, right? Oftentimes they're Christian, oftentimes they're virgins, oftentimes uh, they, they get married, they're, they're loyal if they are our hero, right? Um, that's, a, that's just a general, um, what is it? Pejorative? No, uh, I guess consistency. So that's factor two. Factor three, uh, and this is the, the, the everybody's favorite, nurture, right? And a lot of people want to, um, what's the word? 
they like to nullify this. Like, oh, nurture has nothing to do with it. It's just my own belief. Okay, uh, listen, motherfucker, you are more indoctrinated than you think, okay? I'm also indoctrinated. Everybody's fucking indoctrinated because you have a certain nurture and a certain experience. You're biased, okay? Accept that, and then we can, then we can seek to actually get out of that. So I wrote down uh, society, family, experience, right? Those, I'm, I, I, by the way, I have like a giant whiteboard behind me with all this stuff, um, like written down. And, and I, I notice also, like when I try to explore ideas, I really have to like draw something out or like draw a diagram. I know it's, it sounds so TE, nerd mode, whatever. I don't care. Okay. But that's for me the best way to describe it. Like to put something in words, uh, it's kind of really difficult for me. Like I have to learn that. Um, I know pe most people can just understand the, the idea of words. I'd rather have diagrams and drawings and all that stuff to just literally illustrate a point. Um, that's why I, I, you know, for example, with art, right? That's by kind of fundamentally what art is. Like you're, you're trying. And also, I had it with uh, music. I really realized it with music. Like uh, the real way, or not the real way. One of the better ways to do express something very complex. Um, is by doing it through uh, sound, doing it through the senses, right? And not necessarily just by, you know, gathering the information through words, because words themselves don't have any impact, okay? Uh, I mean, they do have impact ultimately because they're sharing a certain um, idea with you, right? You can still like a book or something like that, or really be gripped by a by a story. I mean, I've never cried at a book or like had really emotional about a book, um, but yeah, I've, I've been invested in ideas. Anyway, uh, I was... I was um, like if you listen to something like how to, uh, how to disappear completely right from a radiohead and like especially that um like three quarters in where he basically tom yorko's ballistic with his vocals um like that sensation you can't put it into words like he's using words in uh kid a right um that are very what's the word they're, they're very mixed right they're just trying to uh they're trying they're just kind of random like almost like a ex, what is it expressionist uh not expressionist how are they called uh in, in france there's experimental motherfuckers where they would cut up a newspaper throw it in the back and then from that create a poem um i don't know their name again but it was a movement in the what is it 1800s 1900s something like that um but the best part in the song is where he's not actually using any words and um it's all sign tag i don't care but like i'll just finish it with this is that um, the the real way to experience like something like art, or the real way to experience some some type of emotion or greater grander idea? Like, sure, you can write it down, be a BTI user about it, and be real boring. I like the houses, by the way, but it's kind of boring in an artistic sense. Um, or, right, you can create certain sounds that uh, invoke a full uh, visceral experience in your brain, right? Like, when I listen to that part in, in the Radiohead track where he's not using any vocals, but he's just uh, yelling out pure despair, like, that's one of the most gut-wrenching emotional uh, tracks for me, right? Just for that simple reason. But he's not using any words, right? And I would, and, and in the past, this is where we're getting into, in the past, you know, um, I would not understand certain words people were saying in a song or just completely didn't understand the language. Um, but then my brain would, like... Uh, give interpretations what the sounds meant not in a like literal this is what he's saying more in a uh that's the feeling of how he's saying it is really conveyed for this and the the words themselves don't mean anything i think that's a way better way to go about with art right like you're not actually trying to explain something right you're just expressing uh, and that is like the most hard temple shit i've said in a while but that's really, I think, the best way to express your art. I know this has nothing to do 
almost nothing to do with, with this topic. I don't care. Okay, it's, uh, it's something important to me. Where, um, I will, it, it does uh, involve something else, but basically, um, I think the more blind and the more instinctual you are with with loving or with art, the better, right? They're, they're tied into the subject. Um, that's the better. I was going to make a, a grander topic about this. Oh, yeah, the, the, the factors. So, um, basically, those three factors, uh, I, I made like a little form, formula being like, okay, so factor uh, two and three, uh, you know, added together times uh, factor one, uh, it creates a certain, uh, how do they call it? Uh, give me a sec, where do I write it down? I, 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 I give it a name, uh, masculine slash feminine totality, right? Or you could say, well, I didn't want to use terms like gender or some shit like that, because I, I thought it were so mixed up in the, this day and age. I was like, okay, just feminine or masculine uh, totality, right? Because certain, certain things contradicted each other in terms of like gender and then all that shit and experience. But basically, I would say that is, uh, sure, there are probably more factors, but those main factors, uh, with each other uh, creates uh, a certain totality in your sexuality or your uh, expression, even though I hate using the word expression because then you get all these fucking feminists and LGBT motherfuckers being like, well, I can be whatever as I express myself. It's like, not entirely. Um, so, as I maybe, maybe I need to make that clear, but basically, uh, your your gender, or sorry, your, yeah, your, your born gender, basically a biological gender is separate from your uh basically your your personality right i'm gonna, I'm gonna say uh, your expression is kind of again it contradicts each other and also your nurture those are the variables right and, I'm, and i'll better just you know read my little uh thing i wrote but it's not like perfectly uh edited or whatever let me see uh okay so i wrote Sexual essence is the internal energy you express uh, the most for your personality. Your biological gender amplifies or nullifies this. So a masculine man can still inhibit feminine energies through the four sides, yet it's mostly masculine. With that, he's a biological man, so this, de uh, this de decreases this as well. So basically, yeah, if you're a masculine man, you can still express your femininity, but it's just uh, decreased by your gender and your uh, personality, right? So it's not impossible to express femininity, um, but it's uh, the chance is decreased. So uh, let me see what I also write. On the contrary, a feminine woman can still be masculine in circumstances, but her general sexual essence uh, and gender decrease this. Also, uh, it takes more effort for one uh, one of these, or I better should have I should have wrote so. It takes more effort uh, for one of these two to act like the opposite, um, and then it feels uh, it feels unnatural. All right, let me see. Um, for this reason, I believe feminine males and masculine females have an easier time switching between uh, their total sexual identity, uh, or uh, well, I renamed it to uh, totality or feminine or masculine totality. I should probably get a better word for it. It just, I just had to find some word for it. Okay, um, let me see. Uh, yeah, in other words, they claim they are. They're actually another sex or uh, other essence they really are. Biological gender, I view, has a stronger presence than personality, evolutionarily speaking, because, you know, the the difference in sexes has been around longer than, I would say, the idea of a personality type, because I don't really think other animals or most animals have personality types. Like, yeah, try to, like, type a squid, like, good luck, you know. Um, 
in recent times, the combination of nurturing and personality has convinced more people uh, to change their biological gender or sex. Same thing. Only these sex changes do not change anything. Um, let's see. Uh, their body is still male or female, despite surgery and hormones. The cells don't change their gender. Chromosomes don't change. The problem with this, the overall score, I call kind of call it a score because I kind of want to create some type of test with this. I know you're not supposed to reveal your intentions, but I thought it was an interesting idea, okay? Um, let me see. The overall, uh, let me see. The overall sexual score of identity leans toward the more feminine or ma uh, masculine side, or even crosses it. So, you know, you can be a masculine female, uh, and then uh, your nurture also adds... Give me a sec. Uh, I hate this. Give me a sec. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, this is bad. This is bad. Oh god. Give me a sec. Oh, that's better. Fuck me. It's all. It's almost gonna. <laughs> the phone was always uh, almost uh, empty. Uh, let me see. Uh, so yeah, their nurture basically leans them. Their person, their personality uh, speaking, they're already uh, tilted towards um, the more masculine side. If you have feminine on the left and uh, masculine on the right. Uh, they're more tilted towards the right side. Uh, add to that a nurture that encourages masculine behavior, and then you, you're you're basically going towards the threshold of like uh, full-on masculinity, right? Like if you have a split down the middle, and uh, you're already like, let's say, eighty percent of the feminine uh, to the right of the feminine side, right? So, and then you add nurture to it, you're getting dangerously close to the more masculine uh, expression, right, or totality, uh, so to speak. So, let me see what did I say. Um, I can even uh, cross that barrier, right? Uh, therefore, these people are not wrong in thinking they're actually a different gender, not realizing that nurture and personality are the variables, not the constants. Uh, that would be the biological gender. So, yeah, to me, uh, in a formula, um, basically, the the yeah the constants uh, the constants are your nurture and your uh, personality, because you can't really decide your personality. You can't really decide your nurture. Um, it's kind of just. Uh, yeah, that's, that's random and, well, I wouldn't say subjective, I would say that personality is kind of in the middle, because you are born with a certain personality, but um, it's not been around as long as gender, right? So, in that sense, you could give nurture the smallest um, influence than your personality, than your uh, biological sex, because your biological sex or gender, same thing. Um, it has been around, has been around for how long? Like, millions of years? So, give me a sec. Uh, okay, that's good. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, continuing on. It's not impossible to have a personality expression with a gender of the opposite, uh, but they are intertwined, gender being the stronger factor. To say you're born in a wrong body is either a mental disorder or, or your nature and personality are so strongly drawn to the opposite expression. To say your body uh, is incorrect has nothing to do with your body, but fully on your nurture and your personality. It is your mindset that is different, not your body. Uh, it is the it is the constant, not the variable. Let me see. Um, another factor could be due to the lack of socialization and lack of uh, necessity. We're not uh, we're not sa satiated with our uh, desired sexual energies. Therefore, therefore, 
uh, will try to find it in our, within ourselves or within others. So a feminine man, due to lack of their father figures or no men around them believe uh, in their life, uh, will try to uh, attract masculine women or uh, even go as far as to switch their gender in the faint hope uh, of receiving masculine... Jesus, wait, wait a second. Um, let me see. Of receiving masculinity in their lives more in that way. They, thi uh, they think the cure of the internal desire for masculinity lies in the idea of being born uh, in the wrong body, slash it being better uh, better to be a woman, concluding that I must actually be a woman, otherwise I wouldn't desire this. No wonder these people actually truly believe they were destined for the other sex. Their essence and nature is screaming it in their, ear in their ears. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, okay, that was, that was the basic idea, right? So I wrote a couple paragraphs. It's not perfect. It was just to get those different thoughts out of my head, because it was so chaotic when I was reading Dear Lover. Um, but that was kind of the the general um, principle for GP on GP. Um, that was a kind of the general principle in terms of, uh, as I call it, like feminine or masculine totality, right? Because that's the total picture. Uh, sure, you can call it identity, you could call it whatever. Uh, I wouldn't recommend you do that. But the totality of you as a person, right? You could you can call it identity, I guess. Um, it's a combination of your nurture, uh, at least for what I know now, your nurture, your personality, and your gender, right? Those those in combination create a certain uh, identity for you or a certain uh, totality which you express to the world, right? So if you're a feminine woman with a very feminine, enc feminine encouraging, um, encouraging, uh, what is it, nurture or society or whatever the fuck or family, you're gonna be really fe feminine and you're gonna be okay with it and you're gonna like it and you're not gonna have any doubt that you're a, wo a feminine woman or that you're a woman in general, right? But basically, um, and then the same with, with a masculine dude, right? The problem arrives when you get like a, uh, a philosopher or something, or basically NFs or something, uh, who are like, oh, well, or crusaders even, who are like, um, hmm, I'm a guy, but I feel really feminine. And then it's like, uh, I feel socially awkward and all these things. And I, and I want some masculine energy in my life. Oh, I'm just gonna become a woman. I'm gonna become a fanboy and, uh, hopefully get that um that's a compliment compliment jesus christ i can't talk this episode you should probably get into that uh compliments that compliments that fuck okay you're gonna see me struggle a bit here basically how to add to each other is the gender i'm not gonna repeat that again so uh i really desire that right um also if you're already on that little edge right like going over the border between masculine and feminine um Basically, if, if your nurture pushes hard enough, if your personality isn't integrated enough, uh, or you're leaning more towards one side of your mind, uh, or you're in denial about your uh, personality, which I've also experienced with people where they're technically feminine, but uh, they're like an ENFP or something who think like, well, uh, I, may be a, I may be an ENFP, but like I have two masculine sides, like an ICJ, well, still feminine kind of, but, or I have an INFJ and that's kind of masculine. I'm really drawn to my shadow, so therefore, I must be masculine. I'm like, no, not really. I know you're the dandy archetype and all that shit, but you're still feminine, okay? Like, you're still chaotic. You're still an SI user. You're still a bottom bottom bitch. Uh, it's fine to be like that. Uh, don't don't come at me with some bullshit like that, okay? Uh, sure, we can discuss it, but like, uh, initially, I won't believe you. That's <laughs> true. Sure, you can say that's biased, um, but for what I know, um, especially if it comes to philosophers, sometimes they're not necessarily lying, but they just kind of twist around the truth um, because they, <laughs> they're emotional. 
what is what is it? Their emotional pretense uh, doesn't allow them. Their philosophy doesn't correlate with the actual truth, and I don't want to change it. And I get very upset, which really annoys me because I, if I get annoyed by something, is when people start like crying or being angry at me because I disagree with their beliefs because I don't care about their beliefs. Technically, um, <laughs> it's like I'm trying to understand it, but I'm trying to appeal with reason and logic. And if you're not providing that, uh, I don't know, man. I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna take your shit serious. Um, anyway, that's that's no other argument. But uh, I was gonna say, I'm, I was gonna make a general point. Give me a sec. Ah, uh, oh, fuck, what was it? Yeah, so especially now, you see so many people being nurtured into going uh, over that threshold, right? And, and then, the, then they think, oh, well, my nurture and my uh, personality is pointing that I'm actually masculine or vice versa. So um, therefore, Right. The, the problem here, the only thing that's not changed right now is my biological gender. So I'm going to change my biological gender again while not realizing that biological gender is the biggest factor for uh, their uh, their totality. Right. And uh, I was going to say, uh, then they ch they change their they think they change something uh, with their biological gender while not realizing that that is constant. That doesn't matter what you do about it. You can fucking cut your breasts away like, uh, you know, Elliot Page or I'm going to say Ellen Page. Fuck off. Uh, Ellen Page. You can do that and you can take hormone treatment, but your body is still male or female. Like, I don't care what the fuck you believe, uh, but you, you didn't change your chromosomes. And if you did, well, uh, I don't know how you're alive, but... <laughs> Uh, last time I checked, there's not a lot of technology on that. Uh, and once that actually becomes available, uh, shit's gonna hit the fan for our humanity. Um, anyway, not, not to be all despairing. But yeah, they don't realize that the variables, uh, it's, it's, their variables get so strong, or so um, strongly tempted towards one side, they uh, think uh, it's, it's due to their gender, right? Or uh, due to their born-in gender, uh, which I find to be incorrect. And there are probably more, way more factors that I'm not considering right now, but that's uh, what I thought of in, like, a couple hours. Um, <laughs> I mean, not technically. I still read a lot of books, but, like, now actually making some type of conclusion or belief about it. Um, anyway, yeah, the, the, the Dear Lover really made me think, and, you know, this whole theory... Uh, kind of instantiated from it uh, because it really just explains again about how INJs are loving and they are really loving like not gonna lie and it's not trying to stroke my own ego but I love I know for myself that I'm really passionate about shit once I actually care about somebody right picky but you know once once you know once your meal's picked uh, I, I fucking dig in uh, and that was not trying to be trying to be sexual uh, <laughs> uh, well maybe it was who knows um, I was gonna say uh yeah, pretty pretty okay book. Uh, I haven't finished it yet, but it, I can probably get through it pretty quickly. But I at every like ten pages, I kind of stop at a certain passage and kind of try to figure this shit out as I'm, you know, what I just explained, um, which took some time. And I'm even explaining it to you right now. I'm thinking about it and trying to find correct definitions for it, etc. Again, another reason why I should probably just write and sit down for a couple hours every day uh, and really flesh out these beliefs and this all this rational shit. I'm, I'm, I think I'm gonna, when I'm done with uh, the the C. Joseph, um, what is it, relationship books, which is something like, I don't know, 80-something books, I think. Uh, I'm currently at like 60, so I have to read about like... I don't know the exact numbers, but last time I checked, it was like something like 10 books or 15 books. I still have to, not yet, 10 books, I would say that. And then I'm done with that. And I'm kind of, I think I'm, I'll do a tier list. I think I'll do um, a kind of a guide to it, to that section. And also, uh, what's the final thing? 
uh, oh yeah, compile it and basically write something that it kind of encapsulate, encapsulates that whole section. I have way more relationship and well-being books that I'm going to get through. Uh, also, reading list, check the description. Um, <laughs> basically, um, I still have a lot to get through, but that's at least that whole section uh, that I can compile it into a certain, uh, basically between all those contradictions, basically a certain philosophy or, or uh, practical advice. I especially want to make it practical, right? Because I, I really like practicality, and I think a lot of people need concrete practicality in their lives especially nowadays um and i really i want to create that so uh people actually have something very tangible something very understandable and uh something with well yeah just a very comprehensive guide towards um very grand and um abstract uh abstract uh relationship ideas right uh, sexuality ideas also like what I noticed when I was going through it now, like the first couple books was about mindset from a CJ list. Like if you're going in order, uh, it is a lot about mindset. Then it was just like some social issues and shit like that. Now it's just almost purely about dating and sexuality. I don't know why. I don't know what is CJ is just reading that about, about that all day, I guess. Um, or find, actually find those useful, even though there are certain ones that are really bad in a, a list. And I'll get into that with the tier list and give my explanation for it. Um, but yeah, uh, I was gonna say like a lot of them right now <laughs> are really tilted towards dating and relationships, and that's why I keep talking about it right now because the most information that's going through my brain or I'm receiving right now is very oriented around relationships and dating. I don't necessarily want to talk about it all the time. Uh, I've, there are way more other uh, stuff that's interesting, right? Like philosophy and uh, well, psychology and fiction and um, well, there are many things, right? But I'm going through it categorically. I'm finishing it, okay? I'm, I, I made a commitment that I'm gonna go through with it because I'm, I'm knee deep in already. I'm gonna go through the slug through the mud. Uh, otherwise, I'll feel shit about myself and then regret my whole decision. You know, finish for life, I guess. Anyway, um, uh, did I explain? Uh, oh yeah, well, I didn't even get into this, fuck. This is gonna be a long episode, by the way, so some fucking stay tuned. I don't, I don't know how, 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 this, how long this episode is gonna be. Um, let me see. So yeah, I kind of explained the factors uh, in that regard, the factors for uh, your your feminine or masculine totality. Uh, another thing that came up in the book, or in, in Daryl Alford it is, um, was uh, he, he talks a lot about God and uh, all that shit. And I really found to myself, isn't ultimately what a, a woman wants is somebody to basically be their God. And uh, that sounds maybe really fucking weird, but I'll explain. So, you know, in your in your childhood right you kind of look at your parents as uh your gods right like especially uh, a little girl uh or just you know um yeah a girl of a younger age they'll look at their father and be like he's literally a god he's literally my superhero he'll take uh he'll take on anyone he'll protect us with anything he'll be uh in the most dire of circumstances he'll be uh, ready to, to save us right like if it's a if, if they have a good relationship with their father and not alcoholic etc that's a whole other story but if they have a healthy relationship with their father and their father is a a healthy man that's how uh, a girl looks at their father right so knowing that um you, you can kind of look at it and it's kind of maybe a little oedipus freudian um where well not oedipus i would say but like or electra complex you know that's the other one right um but i think there a lot of females are looking somebody like their father um i know maybe this is like a very you know 
uh, accepted idea or very no no brainer idea. But for me, there was like a realization. Okay, they're probably looking for somebody that's a lot like their father. Maybe not in appearance, but just in character, because females get uh, attracted by character, right? Um, and they'll probably seek. Uh, at least I find they seek a uh, somebody that has either the same or very similar personality to their father, right? Um, and that's what they're attracted to. So they basically look at you um, as their next god, right? Almost like I, 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 I tried to figure it out with the Holy Trinity, but it was kind of hard because that can, the Holy Trinity can also apply to a man. Um, but I, I tried to look at it. Okay, look at the, uh, a female as the Holy Spirit. Maybe I need to disconnect this idea from what I'm trying to explain, but this this idea just popped in my head. I was like, okay, see the woman as the Holy Spirit, right? Because, um, you know, the Virgin Mary, for example, is like very sacred into in, in Christianity and all that crap. Um so look look at the female as the holy uh, as the as the holy spirit right um then you have uh basically your, the father right aka god um that's that was basically what the the where the, the woman was attracted to and looked at us uh, up to that or uh, as her uh basically god figure right their father so and then also then god brings out the son right which is mostly referred to as jesus but i was like okay what if it's the son from another father right uh, that now needs to take over the place or has the same place because God and well Jesus are the same person, right? Or they're they're he's just a human version of um, of a God, right? Uh, so uh, if the, it's also ultimately um, a, a man has to take over the place of the Father, right? Of of God or be in a human form, and I'll explain what I mean by human form to basically. Uh, take yeah, just take over the place of the father and create a relationship with that with that daughter, right? Who looks up and there's another idea is because um, David Bidas, that's how he called uh, in, in basically into a lover. He talks about how uh, a, a woman should uh, submit to God and be in full trust of it, even uh, if it doesn't uh, is if she's in no security in that regard. Like they're afraid of it. Like people are like she's technically afraid of God. She's afraid of her father, right? Because her father could you know there could, she could uh, the father could beat her. The father could be abusive if the father could leave any moment uh, that's the fear right that's the feminine fear that they're basically faithless right because faith is a very feminine idea i would say like fear and, and uh fear and faith um so when they have faith into their god figure aka their father right uh they feel very secure they feel like basically they can let go and their father their masculine father figure your god basically uh they're always faithful to that and they always stick around and be loyal to that and never betray it because they're so well they're, they're uh, grateful and otherwise the alternative is for them to be themselves to be the father figure which is impossible because well how are you a father when you're a woman right you should be called the mother which makes no sense um i was gonna say um then uh basically at a certain point the the man or the the, the son has to step in right well it also makes sense because the son is well the son of a father um and they're equal because a man should strive to be equal to uh the father right to, to god um it, that's that's because well there's nobody equal to god except for jesus um that's what but that's basically what christianity kind of is about is that you should be striving to be equal uh as equal as jesus right which is impossible but strive to um basically you can't be your dad right in 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 the, in the way she looked at her dad in the past but you can be a very uh, thing that very uh closely resembles that uh i was gonna say um fuck i made a little comment next would i probably forgot it anyway i'll i'll probably uh probably comes up in a sec 
So they look at you as their new God or father figure. So when a woman is testing you, she's basically, okay, are you actually like God? Like, are you actually true? And I'm trying to like relate this to just religious belief in general. Like basically, if you don't believe in God, if you don't believe in a higher, some higher power or some, um, basically a highest ideal, right? It doesn't matter what your fucking religion is. You have a highest ideal. If you're a scientist, you believe in some type of scientific high ideal, you know? And you could, could be transhumanism, could be singularity, any, any shit like that. Um, you still have a highest ideal. Everybody believes in some type of highest ideal. Like, it doesn't matter who you are. Um, unless you're like depressing and you're, and you're uh, uh, like you're suicidal. But even, even then, if you're not dead yet, well, you'll probably still believe in something, right? Um, anyway, uh, Basically, they basically they were unconditionally faithful to their you know first god figure, their father. Uh, they were unconditionally uh, submitted to that, right? Basically, um, God uh, permeated everything in their lives. Basically, created all of their uh, their happiness and all their uh, well, their literal physical reality, right? That's why it's kind of a masculine force in that sense, because the masculine force creates whatever is known. And um, well, the feminine is more chaotic, of course. Um, so to kind of wrap this in uh, or wrap this around or kind of encapsulate this is um, the, the basically, the, like I said, the, the male has to take over or have a subordinate or almost equal position to the father. I mean, not exactly the same, um, but it's different. It's, it's still different, right? Because, you know, God gave men uh, the if we're going to go with uh, Christian stuff, um, is that God gave men uh, the, the choice of free will, right? So that's how, in a human form, it's different from the God figure, right? And sure, the, I'm speaking in, speaking in metaphors, but also in literal, so it's kind of confusing and abstract, but I'm trying to just get this uh, thought out, where... Uh, so it's basically a flaunt, right? Because humans are flawed, and the sun, well, the sun technically can't be, if, if we're using the sun as a, as a person, right? So yourself, and usually the self is referred to as the Holy Spirit, of course, but in this example, we're using it as a, uh, for the female, right? Um, or, the, or the woman. So basically, uh, the man has a free will to be like, well, the ideal, right? To be like uh, the father figure, to be like God in this, in this uh, woman's life. And basically, um, this has a, it's a very deeply rooted biological thing that gets awakened when she can say that said her father dies, right? She had a really good relationship with her. She, she still craves that feeling of her childhood of having a, um, a certain, uh, not omnipotent per se. Well, kind of, uh, but like a strong, powerful masculine force that, uh, where she can basically let go. Right. And, and the man fully, uh, fully uh wants to give his love and gives his uh forgiveness etc just like a god figure would right just like well jehovah in uh, in the bible or whatever uh would uh would give and um that's basically the place that a new man has to take and that's why uh whenever a guy is not actually uh to me at least uh when a guy is not actually uh, sustain is protecting or being sustainable he doesn't um come near enough to the ideal of, you know, the son as in Jesus, or uh, he doesn't come close enough to, uh, you know, uh, God himself, the father. So basically, it uh, he does, it, how do I put this? The, uh, the new man doesn't match up to the old ideal of the, uh, the actual God, aka her father, right? Uh, maybe I'm making, making this way too complex, I don't care. Um, so, but if he does, that's basically, you know, they have polarity and basically... Uh, it comes comes together pretty nicely, right? And 
uh, she can have the security and love she had as a child, basically as a little girl, um, and, and have that freeing uh, surrender, uh, especially in Dear Lover, they talked about it, where women ultimately want to surrender. Uh, women ultimately want to submit, right? And that's where you get that whole, that's why I started earlier about the whole masculinity, femininity thing. Like, generally speaking, a woman has a more uh, feminine essence right and our nurture is kind of shifting that shit and that's why basically relationships are so terrible in my opinion where um we're basically we're pushing feminine or masculine women to become a man in a relationship and a, and a feminine dude's gonna be a fanboy or have his dick cut off right um that's fucking hideous in my opinion um i was gonna say so but if that's there right then uh it's, it will be in my opinion or in my view it would be a pretty fantastic relationship where you just have a guy who uh, actively strives to be a protector, to be uh, the, the the thing that, you're, that her woman can put faith into, uh, 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 basically the god figure that can love, right, uh, infinitely love her, and she will get, she can feel uh, infinitely relaxed and in, infinitely pleasurable, and uh, she can just submit, you know, to to this to this idea, which also kind of relates to. Um, you know, religion in general, like you can be afraid of it. You can be afraid of masculinity. You can be afraid of, uh, and he, uh, David Bida talks about this or in the Indira Lover basically about how a lot of women don't allow this masculine force to exist in their lives because they're really just afraid or they had a better relationship with their father or they had bad relationships with son figures, right? So basically other men besides her father who were who, who didn't treat her right. So you're fearful of uh, submitting because it is a very vulnerable place, right? I real I do realize that that um, being in a position where this guy can just he has full control uh, over you, he's basically you know he's controlling you with uh, sexually or he's controlling you emotionally. Not in a again not in an abusive sense, but ultimately you want to let go, right? And him to take control, so especially sexually speaking, like if he takes. Uh, in the bedroom if he just takes full control of you and you can just lay there or be you know fo uh, lovingly forced to do something uh you know she loves that like just fucking letting go that's like the ultimate pleasure a woman can feel and her to be in a total uh blissful state in that regard right where uh it's it's just a almost a heavenly uh, heavenly uh place where um again like she's literally interacting with well it's not, this sounds a little weird because it's like you know freudian shit but like basically her god figure her father right is giving it's giving her the same sensation 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 fuck me uh of, of freedom and uh protection and uh long-term uh faith i guess uh yeah so like the, basically her new her, her husband or her boyfriend whatever is giving that same sensation to her as her father did in a emotional sense i'm not saying the fucking to have the feeling of wanting to fuck her father and like sure some women do i'm not i'm not denying that but um they try to feel to try to seek that same uh behavior i guess for males it's more like i, I haven't looked in, that much into this but uh for at least for me personally uh, i do know i really care about protecting and um creating a consistent environment for uh, the women in my life, right? Um, like, that's that's really something that, that uh, gives me a lot of pleasure in the sense that, especially, like, sexually or something, right? Where um, if you can just take full control and you can take, um, what's the word? Let her just totally, well, this is like Essie Inferior, right? Where you can just totally let her go, completely make her comfortable and uh, make her totally feel safe. It's, like, one of the best things in my life, I would say, so far. Um... Give me a sec. Um, 
I have to find oh there we go so yeah that was kind of my theory about it i don't know what you guys think about it um maybe i'm wrong about certain things but that's my like abstract idea with i don't know sexual totality and um oh, yeah, the, the, i guess the god theory the the god's female sexuality theory i could probably elaborate on it but that's all i got right now um and finally this, this is also something i think about this like the final thing i think uh, I kind of thought about it with sexual polarity. I was trying to understand sexual polarity, basically, I realized, where why are so many, uh, to kind of answer the question of this episode, why are so many uh, relationships so terrible, and why, um, I, I want to say this is a final answer, but, and, and what actually attracts, uh, you know, to a, a couple or a man and a woman. I'm just being uh, with heterosexual couples right now, because I think that's the default. Uh, I mean, the statistics are what, like, 98% no 95% of the world is heterosexual so I'm speaking for a majority okay like all you all you gays and shit sawed off I don't care uh, <laughs> I'm not homophobic I just I'm speaking for the majority here okay fuck off um so um basically I try to separate what I see a lot of times uh in in, in relationships right I'm, I'm maybe my audio is like kind of zooming out in and out just because I have to look you know back for my whiteboard um let me see so i'll just explain like the the proper one no no, no the, actually so I'll, I'll explain the bad ones first so what you see a lot right what i talked about earlier in the in dating essentials uh for men where a lot of times when people interact right they get together and then they merge right and if you, if you look at us in a this in a i haven't unfortunately i haven't drawn this and i can't show you right now but I've, i probably would if i had it um but basically, when you first interact with somebody, you have you, you try to do that merge thing, right? And if you look at people um, in a um, yin and yang table uh, stance, right, like the the feminine being the darker part, uh, and and uh, the masculine being you know the white part, basically what's not known and what's known. So uh, if these two interact, they're initially attracted because they see. You know, they see some type of sexual polarity, right? They see, okay, you're a masculine dude, I'm a feminine woman, and then they spend all their time together and they try to uh, basically one and the same. They're, they're trying to be that, right? Uh, trying to merge in that, in that regard. But, okay, let's put it this way. If you're just looking at it as a color thing, right? What do you get when you get like one, uh, how do you call it, sliver of paint of black and with a little bit of white, and on the other side, a sliver of white with a little bit of black, and you start merging that, right? You get gray. Um, so, in, in that sense, um, and if, if, if you look at the yin yang thing, it becomes fully gray, right? Just a circle of grayness. Um, and sure, you, you could say, how, what does that have to do with anything? I'll explain, okay? So, basically, um, let me see what I write down. Uh, yeah, so basically, um, you see each other and you're like, okay, you're feminine, I'm masculine, we're both, you're, we're heterosexual, we're two different genders, cool. That is initial attraction, right? Then you try to, um, in your in your personality, or I don't know the exact word for it, but basically your energy, right, your internal energy, like if you look at uh, people as, as batteries, in this sense, it sounds so fucking weird, like, like I'm an ISTP or something, but basically... If you look at them like uh, batteries, right? Initially, um, they have separation, right? They have their own lives, they have their own experiences, their own beliefs, um, and now you find somebody who, who you really, uh, really correspond with, right? Uh, very well, and agree with it a lot of things, and then you slowly you try to um, 
basically get to the same destination and the same conclusion about everything, right? Where it's like, oh yeah, I love pizza too. I love getting to, to this place too. And she'll agree to things. You'll agree to things. And ultimately, it's going to get still because everything you discuss, you already are thinking or already know of her of, or him, right? So everything you say, <laughs> there's no, no tension. There's no difference in the, in the whole... Uh, in your, in your, in your basically internal, uh, in your, in, there's no individuality, right? And there's no differing of opinions anymore. So look at it like this. Say that um, the one, uh, if you have a battery, right? If you have a negative sign, you have a positive side. Um, usually there's a separation, right? If you know how you know chemistry works, and you have a battery. You have one positive and one negative side. And you basically need a separation between that for in order to for a current to flow through, right? That current being probably being love and the voltage being the intensity of that, uh, if if that analogy makes sense. Um, and, but when you remove the barrier, um, so to speak, and you have two batteries, uh, you can also look how to use magnets. Um, there is no more difference in that regard. So it becomes it, ha it still has energy. The battery has still has energy, right? But there's no separation between the currents or between the uh, the poles. So it, it just so you have just a bunch of energy flowing around, right? Uh, and well, what do you get? Well, I just thought of this. If you get have electrons and you have like on the other side, you know, something that lacks electrons, like you know, uh, in terms of metals, for example, um, it's just going to merge into one, and then you're just going to create. Uh, the same matter, if that makes sense, because again, if you know chemistry, if you basically have ions and they attach with electrons, you get the same uh, metal. And one side is, you know, in a uh, one side is going to be decrease the metal, the other one is going to be added in metal. Anyway, um, to not get too in depth with chemistry and all that shit. Basically, um, my point is that um, yeah, now you have just have two slabs of uh, batteries full of current, or uh, sorry, full of uh, energy. Uh, but it can't go anywhere because it's the same, right? Again, it becomes gray. The, the the energy becomes nullified. So there's no more current flowing. Therefore, there's nothing um, keeping the heart rate of the of the, the relationship going, right? There's no more individual tension, right? There's no more. Um, yeah, there's no there's, so it's basically you agree with everything you have no more individual lives and this what and this also goes for activity right like if say you're a dude uh and your whole life becomes this woman um and if you're a woman this 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 guy is basically controlling your whole life so you're, you're both going nowhere and i wrote down i'm so smart when i said this no i'm, I'm kidding basically uh when they're one and the same i looked at it like uh, a double helix right um, now you're like one and the same, you're really cool, but you become one entity, right? Uh, there's no more, you're basically uh, uniformity. And when there's uniformity, well, there's no, uh, what is it? There are no more, no more opposing sides, right? It's just the same. And a lot of people will say, oh, well, that's great. That's like romantic and, and idealistic and, and cool and all. That's like the perfect relationship, right? Yeah, idealistically, it's not actually real. Like this doesn't actually work in real life, right? Um, and, and trust me, I'm an ide idealistic lover, uh, and even I am like, yeah, no, this doesn't actually work. Um, so, let me see, what did I write down? Uh, oh yeah, here. So if, if we look at it from a orderly and uh, chaotic side, right? Uh, or chaotic, um, yes, yeah, side, I guess, or a pole. Basically, I wrote down, give me a sec. Uh, it, it encourages, usually it encourages uh, for the order the orderly side to explore the unorderly side, right? To go, but you go beyond unexplored territory. You know that's like the most fundamental, um, instinctual thing we have. So, 
Uh, the woman loves to create chaotic environments and loves to challenge, right? So that uh, basically the masculine orderly side tries to harder and that creates polarity and that creates tension, that creates intrigue, right? That cre creates, uh, so when you actually, that's the whole, why dating in the first, you know, first, I don't know, couple weeks, I would say like months, maybe three months max, um, where you're constantly exploring each other and it's constantly new things and their tension and like oh can i do this you know the initial dating is kind of wobbly and, and a little risky and a little you can be a little fearful about it you're you're going in unknown territory for both parties um and uh later on your woman is going to test you to reintroduce you uh reintroduce you to those uh chaotic endeavors and then you have to prove yourself as a man and uh basically uh, show that you're, you know you're still in your uh, your element, and uh, both parties. Uh, actually, now we're gonna get gonna get into that later. That's another idea. Um, but basically, in this in this example where it's idealistically like you you could become one, you merge as as it were. Um, that's actually when there's no more current flowing. Uh, therefore, <laughs> the, uh, attraction dies, passion dies, relationship ends. Right. Um, another thing I notice a lot is maybe uh, it's kind of like. Both of these are kind of in the same uh, in the same way, I suppose, as they turn out the same way. Um, but basically, what happens is that um, if I could show you a picture, right? You probably understand way better. But like um, that, you have a masculine dude and you have a uh, feminine woman or whatever, or you just you just have a uh, a masculine totality and a feminine totality, right? Let's let's put it that way. Um, and what happens a lot of the time is that. Um, let me see. Uh, what did I write it down? Uh, let me see. God, where did I write it down? Yeah, so what happens a lot, if, for example, if it's more of a masculine leaning uh, woman, or if it's a, say it's a feminine dude uh, and a masculine woman, ultimately, right, they want to go, a man should be a man and a woman should be a woman, right? And they're uh energy that is like you can still your personality be a uh a feminine dude that's fine ultimately you should be a man though so what i see a lot of the times but sometimes uh this even happens with two feminine like a feminine dude and a feminine woman um the feminine woman uh will take over the position of uh of, of the masculine role and vice versa right so the guy becomes more feminine or uh, the other way around, of course, if the guy initially is feminine and the woman becomes masculine, it's composite. It's the same thing, basically. Um, but what happens uh, in that regard, because it's a, na a natural, uh, again, maybe look at it as magnets. So you both have still have individuality. It's just not this is not the same problem as the equality, the idealistic um, equality, like a unique uh, yet idealistic relationship, right? Because there's still individuality. You're still your own person and you have your own life. Like that is actually handled in this uh, situation. But, right, the polarity is not there because the the negative charge of a, of a male and the positive charge of a female, right? I say a negative for a man because, uh, uh, you know, the negative side um, is pushing out electrons, basically. So it's giving into the world. It's creating order, right? It's uh, seeking a purpose. And, you know, the, the, of course, the positive side is receiving those electrons. So <laughs> because a woman receives, that's, I mean, look at her, again, look at her fucking genitals. They're literally made to receive and the guy's made to give, right? Uh, or to penetrate the world, basically. I know that sounds kind of dirty. I don't care. Um, and can be kind of creepy. I don't care. So, uh, 
in that sense so that's that's why i named it that way uh and um I was gonna say, in this case, uh, the woman has to be the basically sending out the electrons has to be the negative uh, pole, right? But it doesn't feel natural to her, so she doesn't really go all the way because ultimately her gender is the most important factor for her uh, feminine or masculine totality, right? So she will always lean more towards a feminine uh, totality. If uh, she, uh, let's put it. So imagine that you have two uh, magnets, right? And then. Uh, Basically, the opposites, you know, you have two negatives, it's not going to work, right? Because one feminine woman and you have a, a feminine dude. So the woman will try to compensate by turning more to the uh, to the masculine side, right? Or sorry, you have two positives, I mean. Um, you have two positives and, you know, that's going to uh, bounce off each other. Because, uh, well, let's say it's an ITP dude or something, right? And he's like, ah, I'm just gonna, not going to do anything. She's like, okay, I'll take responsibility. Say it's like an ESFJ woman, right? Uh, and then I have that loyalty thing. It's all cringe. Um, basically, the, the ESFJ woman is going to flip a little bit. So imagine them both being a little more upward, right? Like saying um, the, 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 the positive side is, is pointing up and the negative side is pointing up like a quarter or a, yeah, a, no, not a quarter. 90 degrees degree uh, turned, basically, right? Usually they're like flat, now they're upward. Um, because ultimately her feminine side can't switch fully to the masculine one, right? Being the, the negative pole. And the other dude, yeah, maybe he's a little, um, how you put it? Uh, no, actually, what I mean by that is like, if those two opposites uh, hit each other, um, they're gonna repel each other and they're gonna repel the, themselves uh, as far as like halfway, right? So they won't completely switch their full uh, feminine or masculine totality. They're just gonna flip halfway, right? Because it just repulses each other. So I was like, okay, in this case, the woman is acting more masculine and the guy is acting more feminine, right? Uh, because basically the, the sides have turned upwards. So, but at this point, if you have two magnets just standing next to each other, right? Um, <laughs> they're just they're not gonna be in touch with each other right there's nothing is gonna touch each other if that makes sense because uh, uh, let me see well in an in, in equality healthy or sorry not healthy uh, idealistic one there was just no charge so there was no way of connecting to them even if you put them next to each other right there was no thing there was there was actually gonna uh, there was no separation between uh, the identities right so they, they merged aka there was no current flowing in this case there is a current that could occur, right? Uh, occur, um, but basically uh, they can't touch each other because now you have two uh, positive uh, magnets facing upward and downwards. And so the the feminine and masculine energy is now is neutral and not connecting with with anything, right? They, they're still their own entities, but both both of them aren't actually attracted to anything, right? So, um, I mean, you can kind of look at the idealistic one that in the first place they had identity and then, and also sexual polarity, um, or basically the, the negative side and the, and the positive side uh, had a current flowing, but that current, the voltage got so bad that basically the battery broke in that sense. And now there's nothing flowing any, like at all. Um, there was no basically uh, isolator in that sense. Maybe that's what I'm aiming for, like in terms of the separation of the currents or the, the, the batteries or the poles. Um, so both of those are shit, right? We can, we can, <laughs> we can uh, conclude that, right? One just equalizes, the other one doesn't really connect with each other uh, because basically one person has to act unnaturally to the to the other person, right? So, uh, if, if you'll still take the magnet example, um, if you... Give me a sec. Uh, no. Fuck it, we'll do, we'll do that. So, 
if we instead of flipping uh the batteries or starting with batteries the magnets um to the what is it let me see what, what direction did i give it uh basically if we flip it to the other direction because now you know the, the positive pole is going uh, upward uh, or, or so to speak like the the the, ne the negative side is more closed right now it, it doesn't matter all that much um but basically because it, it's flipped flipped the wrong way let me put it that way so they're not they're gonna, gonna attract but if you flip it another way so if you have two feminine people and one person just flips entirely right uh so for example the the ITP dude um uh, actually tries to embrace his masculine uh, features even though that's hard for him but he embraces that and also because he's a man it's easier he could make uh, a, even like an 80 degree rotation right and, or sorry um what is it like yeah 80 degree rotation and then he uh rotates far enough or maybe he can actually uh rotate for nine what is it 90 degrees no when i like a full basically flip right so it's 180 degrees yeah so it's more like 160 degrees if he like is a man and also embraces his masculine side but if he really works on that uh, he can make the full uh, because the woman helps him with that because the woman is also turning into her uh, or staying or um uh what's the word is, is also uh, embracing her feminine side she will slowly attract his masculine side more and more and then and here's the healthy relationship they'll snap together right so you get like literal polarity in that uh the 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 the, 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 the negative uh male male energy and a positive female energy uh receive give and receive each other and now there's a uh natural uh polarity flowing right and well if there's polarity the whole world goes around i guess um and also they're still both individuals so they can still be separate right they still have their own polarity right it's like maybe i should mention this like in a net magnet you have your own polarity right but also now you have a share polarity with um with this person right so if you separate you're still your own person you can still handle yourself but now connected you have a share polarity right um well shared is not maybe not the right word you, you kind of have to view it as they have their own polarity plus they're benefiting from each, each other's polarity right that's how you should look at it because i'll explain that being in the yin yang right like a lot the problem that a lot of guys have in the, the idealistic equality relationships like oh we're gonna do everything equally we're like the same in this relationship right every decision you make i make etc um but that's not how you should should do it. You should not merge, right? And that um, yin yang, uh, the yin yang symbol, like there's a reason why there's a part of one and the other, right? It's not like, hey, you can you take my place? Because that's kind of what's happening in these situations, right? Like the feminine takes over a masculine place, and the and the masculine takes a feminine place, right? That's not what should happen. Um, and and the same. Uh, the same with the equality thing it's like oh we should just become one like we can't be separate sides anymore we should just mix together and become one gray circle it's like well no uh, <laughs> that doesn't work right um so to fix that that's why the yin yang symbol looks like that in my opinion uh, sexually speaking is that uh, you you as a man like the, the the white part right of the yin yang um takes in uh, a, a black dot which is part of uh the, the feminine you take the gift of the feminine you take you incorporate that in yourself not in a in the cringy oh you should become more like a woman i fucking totally reject that most of you should be masculine right like the, the largest part of the yin and yang of the white part is white so the most most of you is um is masculine and you take the gift of femininity into your um what's the word it's your identity and use that gift as uh to complete your side if that makes sense 
And on the other hand, you have all this chaotic feminine energy, and that takes um, a part of the masculine energy, so the white dot, basically, and that that uh, uses that gift and receives that gift, right? And uh, embraces that gift in the sense that, you know, a guy is very, uh, you know, they're very orderly, they're very logical in all that sense, but, right, if he accepts the more chaotic feminine parts, the emotional part, he sees uh, beauty, right? That's the, the the full embrace and um, what's the word? Basically, the, the artist archetype and the poem or, or the the poet archetype, the whole opener seven archetypes. That's that's a true lover, right? Uh, that, that gives his gift and he gives his love to the woman, right? That's his masculine gift, and for the woman, it's the uh, chaotic uh, gift of you know allowing a man to thrive and to become. Uh, the best version that he is that's what a woman should be right allow a man to fully um see his vision fully give his give his world and love to the world because that doesn't only benefit him it benefits her as well in the sense that um if you uh, drive him to give uh the most love to the world most of most of a gift into the world you will receive that love right that gift right albeit sexual uh, let's just use sexuality as an example um you receive his love more intensely and more uh, more joyous and more eternal uh, than if you were to close it off and just say, okay, I'm just going to not embrace you. I'm going to be masculine. I'm going to be stuck up. I'm going to um, open my heart to you, not submit to you, not, uh, what's the word? Surrender to you. That's the right word, I guess, uh, fully. So now you can't, which an opener or not opener, but uh, dear lover, he talks about. If you some a lot of women or some women, they don't fully open up their hearts or they don't fully op open up their femi femininity, basically in the, in the yin yang sense. And now because it's uh, you know, basically the, the, the now it's just a dark side, right? Now it's just a, a dark half, and there's no um, there's no masculine energy coming in. But once she actually accepts that, and the man accepts her feminine part, then there is complementary um how do i put this there's a uh individual compliment sexually complementary comp fuck complementary comp complementary fuck fuck it you know what i said uh jesus christ i can't talk this episode it's just too much information uh basically it complements each other uh and they're both still individual halves right so in that sense you actually have a healthy relationship which kind of answers the question uh, of this episode, right? Uh, even though there's a lot of more concrete uh, information, there's a lot more nuance, of course, but that's the general gist of it, right? You shouldn't merge, you shouldn't try to flip the roles, right? You should just embrace your, uh, your feminine or masculine totality and uh, in invite the, the complementary gift of the other gender, right? That's kind of what it comes down to. And that's one of the actual <laughs> episodes where I had a semi-answer to a problem, which is fantastic. Um, yeah, and I think I'll... Jesus Christ, you hear that? So, I think I'll end it here. Uh, I, I thought it was, was a good episode. And uh, do I have, actually have anything else? Um, no, actually, that, that's all. Um, cool. I'm just checking on my whiteboard if I went through everything. Uh, just, just saying, I don't plan all these episodes. Like, I was talking to a client today, and uh, she was like, "Wait, you you don't plan those videos?" I'm like, "No, I don't." Like, I right here I have some bullet points and and something on the whiteboard for the first time. But I don't plan any of this. I just improvise. That's why you hear me say love um and whatever fuck. Because in a scripted video, I don't um all the time. Okay, I'll cut that shit out. Anyway, uh, fucking almost two hours in. Fuck me. Uh, that was about everything I wanted to say. Um, 
yeah, if you thought that was interesting, uh, like leave a comment, like the video, uh, you know, tell me what you think, because I always want to hear people's CI. Uh, join the Discord, uh, pretty cool people there. And uh, I would encourage you to have a little chat with them. Uh, link in the description. Uh, subscribe, motherfucker. Lush uh, <laughs> Britannia commands you. Um, you should. You should. You should kill yourself. You should subscribe to me now. Um, I don't. I don't want to do it. I don't want to say it, but it works. So, anyway, uh, that was all for me. I think. Oh yeah. Also, uh, download the reading list. It's free. You know. Uh, it's in the description. Uh, anyway, look at look at everything in the description, bitch. Right now. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, that's all for me. Uh, I'll see everybody in the next one. Bye-bye. Fuck bitches, get money.